Well, another episode of the Josh cast. And even me saying it that way with that, putting a little bit of drama on it, makes me um, very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable with that. Uh, How am I doing? Well, it it turns out my uh, urethra is okay. For those of you who are concerned, thanks for writing in. They performed the, I still can't pronounce it, the ciscopy, the cysticopy, the pokey pokey. Put a camera up in my urethra, check things out, looked fine. This is my first time being put under. And uh, I don't take drugs or drink, so um, it was very effective. Uh, he injected something into uh, the IV bag. And I said, is it working? And then the next thing I remember is uh, the nurse saying, it's over. You can wake up now. Get, get out. Let's, let's go. Uh, hopefully the procedure was done. I don't even know. It may not have been done. They could have just wheeled me in and, and slapped me around a bit or something. Presumably it was done. And I, they say my urethra is clear. My urethra is not like the LA freeway system, so we can celebrate. Haha, success, or kapla, as the Klingons would say. And I was, it happened on a Saturday, it took me until the following Tuesday to feel not under the influence of the drug. I was walking around making decisions, doing things Sunday and Monday. Uh, probably should not have been doing that. Uh, and uh, I, uh, when, especially when I was coming out of it, the strange thing about it was I, I could hear what people were saying, but if it was anything more than a simple sentence, I really could not follow along. I could not process. Uh, it was, I mean, there that, that color wheel thing that, you see on the Mac when it's thinking that was there a lot of that was happening in my uh, state of being so that was uh, fun I mean in a weird way it was probably the only time in my life where I've been totally relaxed Uh, but don't worry I've come out of it and I'm back to my neurotic self and that's good. It's probably not good, but you get what I mean. I don't know if you get what I mean. I don't even know if anyone's listening to this. And I've been, uh, and I've, after, so, so, that's good. That's a relief. Fine. Settling into the new place where I'm living. That's nice. Well, that's good. Uh, but feeling a, uh, a sense of frustration because. I, what is my sense of frustration? It's, I think I've come to the conclusion that I'm on the same quest that my mom is on, which is to achieve enlightenment. And the problem is neither of us are, are, are doing it right. Uh, we should be meditating in a temple somewhere, eating rice and, eating rice and, you know, the milk of a yak. That's how you achieve meditation, or that's how you achieve enlightenment, through meditation 
and drinking the milk of the yak. We are not doing that. We are trying to achieve enlightenment uh, through anxiety. And I think that's that may be like trying to climb a mountain while wearing uh, weights, I think. I don't know. But then again, we both enjoy a challenge. And I mean, one of my goals, too, is I want to be a, a successful comedian. Well, how do you define successful? I'd like to be able to make a living at it. Um, but I think even more than that, I'd want, I'd want, I would want Seinfeld to see my act and go, okay, that's funny. And if that happens, I'm, I, feel, I, feel, I would feel... You know, if that would happen, I would feel momentarily good and then find a way to crawl back into depression. So, um, but still, that's what we're aiming for, those momentary good things. That's what life is about. I'm recording this while en route to work. Um, I'm watching a guy crossing the intersection without really using the crosswalk. And I don't know why, but that irritates me. I've done the same thing before. I don't think he's any better or less, but just, I don't know what that is. That's, uh, why am I irritated by that? Because he's not following the rules. And it's dangerous. And it's, it's one more thing I have to worry about. I'm seeing another guy do it. What's, why are we not using the crosswalks? What's going on on this particular stretch of road? This is just, the crosswalks are there for a reason. Could partly be because the street I'm about to cross is—it's not a four-way street. It's a—I think it's a five or a six-way street. But there's actually three streets that are intersecting. So it's a very confusing uh, intersection. It takes a minute to process this because there's there's a lot there's more options. And every time I drive past it, I feel like it's a math one of those math problems I just can't quite get a lock on. Again, where was the planning for this? But on the other hand, cities that are not well-planned, what I like about them is they, there's a spontaneity and an organic quality to them. Whereas if I drive through you know, a suburb or a, like a pre-planned community, it really feels like I'm in the twilight zone. And it feels, it, it feels almost like if somebody presses a button somewhere, the entire community will, like, like half of the city will roll to the left and it will reveal like a nuclear missile that launches out of it. It feels that fake to me. Okay, that person's using the crosswalk. Good for him. He wins. Excellent. Good. I think the the problem with this podcast is that there's no point to it. But I can make it. Why am I be, why am I beating myself up? That's why do I do that? Why do I beat myself up? For empowerment. If I beat myself up, then no one else can beat myself up. Then no one else can beat me up. I'm beating myself up. Well, you you could say my podcast is terrible, but I have beat you to it. I've beaten you to it. Grammar. I have beaten you to it. Therefore, you can't hurt me because I have already hurt myself. 
There's a logic to it, not a very good one, but a logic to it nonetheless. Maybe that's how the United States should handle all military situations. We should just... Everyone get out and just start punching themselves in the face. And the other side is going, what are, what, what are they doing? You know what? I'm going to leave them alone. Let's, uh, let's not get in the middle of that. But that is, it's, you know, that's part of that weird neurotic belief system that I've developed, which is if I beat myself up, like if I, if I, if I fail at something... Not only have I failed at that thing, but I have done a bad thing, and I deserve to be punished. And that's a that's a weird one. I don't know where that I don't know where that came from, but that really, or maybe it's more I'm just frustrated that I'm not perfect. And again, if I'm perfect, why do I? Why is it important that I'm perfect? If I'm perfect, then no one can make fun of me. Then I'm, I'm safe. Ah. To be imperfect is to be unsafe. To risk uh, failure, rejection, death. That's imperfection. I'm very constipated this morning. Now, I feel like that thought should not have come right after the previous thought. But... If we're talking about imperfection, then I need to embrace the fact that that is what I said and learn to love my imperfections and learn to love my constipation. My constipation is great. My constipation is my body telling me that if you're going to eat like this, I'm going to make you suffer for it. Okay, so you want to have cake for dinner? I have your answer right here. I'm going to make you feel like a balloon for 48 hours. La Paz liquor. I don't know, I shouldn't be doing that in a podcast because now I'm theoretically telling you where I am. Not that there's, I don't know if there's anything wrong with that, but well, I mean, if the wrong people find out. But who are the wrong people? The Josh Hunters. People hunting Josh. We know Josh is out there. We've got to stop him from talking about his poop. Send the team. I'd like to send a team somewhere. I'd love to send a team somewhere. To have the power. Send the team. What did Jenkins do? Oh, that's that's not going to happen. Send the team! Even better if I had multiple teams. Which team, sir? You know what? Send Team Cobra. Sir, I think that's a bit extreme. Not for Jenkins! Not for Jenkins! You're going to send Team Cobra? Team Alpha? Team Goldemeyer. Send all three. I feel decent about that rift. Riff. Not rift. Rift is something else. Rift is a... Um, a rift is a rift. It's a... Uh, it's a, a split. A, a breakup of some kind. A rip. A rift is a rip. Those episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, they pass through a rift. The rift is never a good thing in Star Trek The Next Generation. 
If there's a rift, turn the ship around. You're in trouble. And then the ri- and then usually in the episode, the rift has to be. We have to repair the rift. How do you repair the rift? By realigning the harmonics or something. Oh, got it. That's and I've been th- I've been thinking about this for a while. The the difference between Star Trek and Star Wars, and what one thing I love about Star Trek that I don't see in Star Wars is I love in Star Trek how when there's a problem. The solution is found using logic, science, you know, they use their heads. Whereas many times in the world of Star Wars, it the solution just seems to be trust in the force. And you just if you you know, if you trust hard enough, my magic will beat your magic. That's what many episodes feel like. Although, Rogue One was not one of those. And Rogue One, I would say, actually, of all the Star Wars movies that have come out recently, Rogue One was actually one of my favorites. Again, because they didn't have the Force. So it was more relatable. But Star Trek, I like that. They use... I feel like there's a villain in Star Trek. I'm going to destroy the entire Alpha Quadrant. You know, in Star Wars, there'd be a lot of drama about it. But in Star Trek, they just they walk into the conference room and they go, okay, well... Um, Pactar the third is going to destroy the Alpha Quadrant. Well, what's he going to destroy it with? Uh, this Thaleron radiation device. Okay, how do we def- how do we defuse it? Well, the Thaleron, I, you know, it's it's got some copper shielding. So if we take uh, some, uh, if we realign the harmonics of the structural integrity field, uh, that'll defuse the copper plating, and then we'll be able to fire a retroactive particle accelerating beam at it. And that should stop it. All right, great. What time do you want to do it? Let's do it at... Well, we've got play rehearsal at 6. And then we were going to have dinner at 7. We should probably push that to 7.30 because the play we're rehearsing, it's Richard Third, And that that scene with Richard and Lady Anne, we need, we need to run that one again. So we're going to do that, dinner at 7.30, and then... Um, you know, and then we were thinking of gelato at, at 8.30. So why don't we do this? Because I, I would rather we do this sooner than later. Just because if something goes wrong with the particle accelerator weapon and, you know, the copper doesn't quite melt, we should, we should budget that in. So I think we should, we should probably do that. Let's do that at 4. Let's do 4 to 6 is save the universe. Gives us an hour to shower. And then... Then we go. Then we go right into the play practice at seven. How does that? Does that work for everybody? Wharf, does that work for you? Great. Okay. That's. I think that works. Let's uh, let's let's do that. Go team, go. And let's uh, let's ha- let's get Team Cobra on the works on that. Get Team Cobra on it first. They're, they're, I like Team Cobra. I think they'll enjoy the challenge of this one. Okay. So there's another riff for you. Not rift. Riff, if you will. I'm passing by. I think this is the waterworks. I think it's the waterworks. I'm not even sure what it is. But there's always white smoke coming out of the stacks. And somebody says to me, oh, it's just water vapor. And I think someone has even said it's water vapor. I can't try. I don't know if that's true. I just don't buy anything that comes out of a smokestack as being uh, anything good. Because if it was if it was good, it wouldn't. 
I feel like they wouldn't need to build the smokestack. That's my feeling on it. Police officer is just passing. I just want the rec- let the record state I was in the right lane and I stopped uh, to let the police officer pass. Uh, let the record state that. Just want to make sure everyone is aware of that, that that happened. I will be honest with you, there are times where I don't go to the right. If I'm, for instance, in a left turn lane about to turn left, it feels weird. To, I feel a bit trapped. So I just stop and um, let the ambulance or the police car navigate through. And, and usually it hasn't been a problem. Though i got to say, as I describe it, I'm feeling a twinge of guilt. And that is that the Judaism talking? I think it is. Well, this has been uh, another podcast. So um, thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, follow me at Nerdy Virgin on Twitter and, and uh, Instagram if, if you dare. And uh, I have a blessed week.